0: Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm Gail. Welcome to Friday I'm in Love, Monday I Post Podcast. We are back from a brief hiatus. Yeah, I was sick, sorry. Yeah. Um, So here we are, and we are going to, beware, there will be spoilers, which if you've been paying attention, you will know there are spoilers anyway, but we are going to talk about Avengers Endgame, because we saw yesterday, having gotten our tickets two weeks in advance. (laughs) Yes, so...
1: If you haven't seen the movie yet, and you don't want to hear any spoilers, now is your chance to stop listening and come back when you've seen the movie. When you've seen the
0: movie, because we want to know what you think about it, too. Yes, we do. Um, so, give them a couple of seconds, too. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> okay. So I've been singing the-, the songs for me. <laughs> well, no. Actually, I've been
1: singing Hello, Dolly. <laughs> yes, you have. Um, so... Now, now we're we going know, to talk spoilers. Now we're going to talk spoilers because even if we weren't planning on don't, on doing spoilers, Michelle would do it anyway, he, which you know. Yeah.
0: All right, so Cal, uh, what did you think of the movie?
1: Uh, I thought it was about thirty or forty-five or sixty minutes too long. There were there was way too much talking. Way, it was way, way so, too talky, so so long and so so talky, and somebody needs to stop telling Chris Hemsworth that he's funny because he just isn't.
0: <laughs> we are big Chris Hemsworth fans. We do However, like...
1: <laughs> the first Thor was great. The second Thor was okay. The first Avengers movie was okay, but so Thor it... Ragnarok
0: it kind of broke both.
1: Now, Uh, Valkyrie, great, but
0: it kind of broke Hulk and Thor as characters, I think, because in in Endgame, they were both really going for kind of goofball humor. Yeah, and not even
1: in the whole, it, it was just bad.
0: Well, it was, I mean, it was a different move. It was, it was like Avengers Endgame happened in an alternate universe where the Avengers were just... Had no pacing. (laughs) Yeah, I was like sitcom Avengers in a we're ending the world plot. It just there was so many meshes of mood that didn't really work. It really didn't. Yeah, for us. For us, there Um, were
1: some really good performances. Yeah, there were
0: really good. Um, Paul Paul Rudd Rudd made me care. That was when I first started caring about the movie when Paul Rudd
1: um, showed up.
0: Showed up. Um, he made me laugh, and he actually made me cry, and and now I've started following the
1: uh, um, the Endgame Rat on Twitter, ha! thanks to
0: Paul Rudd's performance. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the unsung heroes. The unsung hero, <laughs> Yes.
1: Without him, without that rat, there would. Be There'd huh. be no reason, really. To, well, there would be reason to go see Avengers Endgame, but uh,
0: <laughs> it would be so much <coughs> less of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, the Quantum stuff was actually interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paul Rudd. Um, we are, we're we're going to, one of the things we're probably going to do sooner rather than later is watch Ant-Man and Wasp again because, um, well, Michael Douglas is always fun. And And, and then Pfeiffer. they threw Michelle Pfeiffer in. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and... Uh, and the tone is nice. It's a nice mix of serious and mm-hmm. family and fun. And and the pacing is good. And mm-hmm. the performances are spot on. And yeah, Paul Rudd kind of won my award for... Because I think they saddled Chris Evans with too many different things to do. Some of which were kind of out of character. Because there was honestly yeah. a moment where I just wanted to stop and throw up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the moment in the elevator. yeah Where they- he should have just done... What he did in... I was so expecting that. I was too. He should have just said, before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Yeah. But no, he didn't. He said... And he should have just kicked their asses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He should have just... Yeah. Yeah. Instead, he pretended he was on the bad side and used that to his advantage. But still, you have a moment where Captain America says the 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 phrase the Nazi phrase, the modern Nazi phrase, and it just made me want to throw up. So yeah. honestly, I'm a little bit disappointed in Chris Evans. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm seriously disappointed in that the was, franchise. was completely out of character for him. Yeah.
1: He, he would have figured out a way
0: not to do Yeah, that. and so then Captain America is kicking his own ass, and I'm like, I'm with the Cap who didn't come from the future because there's yeah. time travel involved. So you you can't time travel back now and figure out but we did warn you about the spoilers. Yeah. Um it's quantum time travel. Um but yeah, so I was rooting for the Captain America who was going to kick the the quantum traveling Captain America's ass cuz honestly, deserved it. Mm-hmm. And then he used the scepter on his own self and just that that part I did not like that part at all. No. Yeah, part of it was kind of a heist film except for nobody's good at heists except for Ant-Man, so <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, the the big
1: superheroes don't do the heists.
0: No, and they sent the Black Widow and Hawkeye into space. Yeah, for some reason, if you're gonna send Avengers into space, why send we them? that? Those two. <clears throat> yeah, and that part was, uh, well, at first they turned uh, the Hawkeye stuff was over dramatic. I didn't think it
1: was. Uh, well, I thought the Hawkeye stuff. Well, I thought the very beginning Hawkeye stuff was very... It it showed a lot for his character, and I think that...
0: Well, yeah, I suppose it was a way to introduce people to what had happened to the psychic cost for people Yeah. who didn't see the previous movie. Yeah, but then they didn't explain what he did for the entire you think, did he I obviously they, went around and murdered people? Okay, but why? Why was he doing that? Because his life was pretty much over,
1: and he... And so he just goes around and kills bad guys? Yeah, That's, that was what he
0: was doing before. I mean, there was, there was a I whole... Thought,
1: I thought before he was,
0: like, a paid assassin or something. Well, yeah, now he was, then he was just an unpaid assassin. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I mean, he kind of reverted back to his... His previous... He he rebooted to factory settings. Yeah. (laughs) Before he'd become the soft family man. Mm. For a given value of soft Soft, and family man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yeah, he he just kind of rebooted to factory settings and went out to kill people, which was... uh, yeah. Well, anyway, so Gail liked that part better than me. Mm -hmm. (sighs) All right, so... That and there, there was way too much talking in their there part. There was way too much talking all the entire time. I liked Nebula. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't think they did it as well as they could have. No, now, I'm not going to spoil that part. Well, actually,
1: at uh, this point, I mean, we have to assume everyone is seen listening. Seen it? Oh, yeah, that's
0: true. Um Well, because, I didn't. Well, there I, were like three people on the planet who have not seen this. Well, one. there are people who couldn't get tickets. I suppose. Oh, yeah. Um, There were people as we were coming out. We went to see Captain Marvel again today because we wanted to know what a fairly solidly. So we we, we wanted to. Remember.
1: Brie Larson.
0: Brie Larson can. Apparently, Brie Larson is going to be the captain going forward, like Steve Rogers was. Mm -hmm. Or Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I I don't know what that odd chime was.
1: I think it's your phone.
0: Oh. Yes, it is. Meredith loved Ant-Man and Minute. I've been texting. <laughs> <laughs> Ant-Man and Bennett, okay.
1: <coughs> so, yeah. Everyone Larson's lo- going to be ca- What Captain Marvel is going to take over the
0: Captain America slot. Is that what you mean? And for the face of the franchise the sort franchise. of a thing. Although I really okay. think Robert Downey Jr. was the face of the franchise. Oh, yeah, which is the problem was. with the franchise. Which has, yes. Has, after has a certain point. Been. Now I will give you that his Iron Man, his Tony Stark is really, really spot on performance of Tony Stark Yes. for the first movie, Mm -hmm. the second Iron Man movie, the first Avengers. Mm -hmm. But then they decided that they were getting mega bazillion dollars mainly because of Robert Downey Jr. And I didn't discourage them because he was making more money than everybody anyway. So they Mm -hmm. put him in every fricking movie.
1: Yeah. Which is too much. Which is too much. There was. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't need to be in Spider-Man. He didn't need to be in.
0: He completely yet, derailed the original plot. The script for um, Captain America: Civil War. I'm pretty sure because it, it was like, supposed yeah. to be search for the Winter Soldier, and instead it turned into ooh ooh, ooh Iron Man. Nice.
1: Iron Man versus Captain America.
0: I feel like. Robert Downey Jr. robbed me of a Captain America and Sharon Carter romance, honestly, mm. a movie where they had the time for that and instead they put, they just, there was way too much self-indulgence, like the Captain America's ass thing. Yeah, that, that was just, had. that was just, that's yeah. just pandering to the fans. There was so much pandering. It was appalling. Or something. I tweeted yeah. out, you can't make a, a plot from Easter eggs because there was pandering and Easter eggs. And, and that just really dragged down the base.
1: Really.
0: Did. I mean, for me, I spent like two hours sitting there thinking, this is the super fucking boringest superhero movie I've ever seen because it was just all talk. All, mm-hmm. oh, all talk. Oh, until, like I said, until Ant-Man came on, I didn't really care. And then it was amazing that he made me care more when he found his daughter than I cared when... Hawkeye lost his family, or when people lost, you know, mm-hmm. his joy it made me cry more than other mm-hmm. people's loss. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's an amazing performance. We were debating who had the best performances, and I think his Elizabeth Olsen's when she comes back. Yes, because she confronts Thanos and says, says. You took everything from me, and until that moment, I had I I just suddenly had this vision of the vision, you know, and his death, and I had forgotten it, without her name dropping it, and just the intensity of the character, it connected me so strongly to that moment. It was, Mm -hmm. you know, of so many of the actors who aren't the main six of main Avengers, only had. A few brief moments, and Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen used her so well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really impressive. And you could... I mean, you know she's one of the most dangerous Avengers, and she only has herself and probably a green screen to sell that to you. Mm-hmm. And wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. yeah. I mean, she seems deadlier than... I mean, Thanos just mainly seems bored, and like he's offing half of life because its he's bored. Mm-hmm. Or something. Or something. I mean, I think originally, in like the comic books, he was doing it to get the attention of death because he well, had a mad it seemed crush like on that death.
1: In the the first time he he turned up in one of the end, end credit scenes, I don't remember yeah. which movie that was, but it seemed like, ooh, if I can kill lots of people, then death will show up.
0: Yeah. Well, in the comics, he had a mad crush. He was in love with death. And, right. But then they just I guess they neutered him. And then had, yeah. <laughs> they.
1: They just decide, oh, no, he can just do this because... He's going to be a
0: dad figure, but he's going to kill off his daughter. Yeah. Oh, but everyone will be sympathetic. I mean, it's just... I like my villains villainous, and I don't even think they did a good job of softening. It's just... It was just... It's just eh. a... Yeah.
1: You just... Now, there's, the... There's some villains that you... That you care about or that you want to see they're really good villains, villainous types or whatever. But Thanos no. Thanos is just He's a plot point. He's he's and yet he's a plot point. But he talks so much. (laughs) He goes on and on and he talks so slowly and every
0: everyone is Just sitting there listening to him. I mean, the the best villains can villain in in near-complete silence. Yeah. Because, um, like, we were discussing um, some of our favorite movies in the Marvel, which we'll get back to after we take a break in the Marvel Universe. But Spider-Man Homecoming came up because of Michael Keaton's villain. Michael Keaton was great. And part of it was sitting in a car, driving, looking at Peter Parker in the rearview mirror. And it was about taking his daughter to the dance. And you still got the sense, even in the silence, that, you know, he was he could take Peter out any minute. And he, he <laughs> was considering doing it right, right then.
1: <laughs> and you didn't need him to explain it. He didn't it was... say anything at all. <laughs> you, he just looked in the mirror. That's all that he needed well, and to do. <laughs> to be
0: fair, Tom Holland's reaction helped. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's the best of acting, is when your reaction sells it. And that's possibly... What the Thanos thing was is there was no one reacting to him, too, because, of course, it was 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 like Act 1, Scene 2 of The Tempest. I said that to Gail at one point, and she laughed, because Act 1, Scene 2 of The Tempest is basically um, Prospero explaining to his daughter, Miranda... The plot of something Shakespeare should have written as a prequel to The Tempest. Right. The Duke of Venice. <laughs> the Duke of Venice. Why we're on this island. Are you still awake, daughter? Yeah, he says, are you still awake pretty much twice. And that's like <laughs> the beginning of Avengers Endgame. They even had that mm-hmm. moment where I think Bruce Banner said something about people nodding off during this part of the presentation about quantum physics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously they knew that there was a bit too much talking, but no one had the whatever you want spine to spine to, to actually tell the directors to edit. Yeah. <laughs> because it's... I think there was like a good TV show's worth of action in the movie. I mean, <laughs> mm. you know, because the final battle scene was kind of epic. It was. Well, uh, it and it had nice to be moments. because they
1: put everyone who had ever been in a Marvel movie in that battle again. It's the same thing that they did yeah. for Infinity Wars. Everyone is in this same space. And there were so many of them because there have been 21 movies. And to get everybody in, and just to show everybody even for half a second, you got so much Time in the film, just yeah, to show people. The
0: camera didn't really linger enough even for some of the smaller moments, which no, is kind of a really shame.
1: Didn't.
0: Because if you're going to do something like that, you really should give the people their moments.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, if they're going to be there on the set doing this epic battle,
0: give them a yeah, moment. Yeah, give them a moment instead of saving up all your moments for the hagiographic treatment of Tony Stark. I love being able to use their own hagiographic. Hey <laughs> it's the only, only, only positive about the way Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. have been grown in the Marvel universe is that I can actually say hagiographic hey because they treat him like a freaking saint. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. It really is. All
1: right, we're going to take so a one pause. Thing, oh. One thing I have to say about the Tony Stark stuff okay. is that Tony Stark. Uh, at least Robert Down Junior was not born in nineteen seventy. He was born in like nineteen sixty four or nineteen sixty three or something. He's older than us. Okay. And
0: that's really bugs you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The things that bug Gal are sometimes <laughs> like that. This is why this is why she's a really good copy editor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is why she got a copy editing job that she wasn't either old enough or experienced enough to because she was just that good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she did better on the test than
1: than the people who
0: had been uh, editing books for a couple Yeah, years. so yeah. that sort of thing bugs her, and this is why. Um, yeah, if you're going to do your movies, get your facts right. Get your facts, facts
1: right, yeah. Well, don't... They, don't... Yeah. Keep it... If you're going to do 21 movies, you really need to, like have it set in stone when people were born, when, and those sorts oh, of things. Oh, how did that
0: factor in with whatever war he was getting blown up in? Because I know the Tony Stark, um in the comics, it was the Vietnam War, so which war did they have him in the first Iron Man? Oh, that was Afghanistan. Right, so would that time out with when? Yeah. Okay, well then... Well, because, I mean... Well, then the movie probably had internal consistency with the Marvel timeline. It's just you're personally objecting to how old the actor is.
1: Yeah, probably. But I mean, he he wasn't there as a soldier. He was there. And yes, a, I know. A, so, I, I don't just, get your point. That, that, that. If he was born in 1970, then when the first Iron Man movie came out in 2005, he would have been 35
0: which is right about the right age. So I'm I'm just actually defending Marvel here and saying that uh, even though it bugged you for the purposes of the character, they got the internal time. I was just double checking. Okay, yeah. That's all. All right, and so now we're going to figure out since we've run into this small thing where Gail's glaring at me. What's glaring at you? Okay, she's not glaring at me. (laughs) I was going to say something and now I forgot. All right, well, so we're going to take a brief pause here and we'll be right back. And we're back, and it's midnight. Um, and we've been joined by Duff. And we've been joined by Duff. Um, and we're going to talk about some of our favorite things from the Marvel movies, since we've just ranted. Mm-hmm. So, what are your favorite things? Well, although, for all of our Robert Downey Jr. complaints in the later movies, we really did like the Pepper Potts and Tony oh, Stark yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, the first two Iron, Mo- Iron Man movies are some of my favorites.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I know lots of people say that Iron Man 2... 2- didn't deserve to be made and that sort of thing, but I don't agree with them. I I really like Iron Man too. Yeah, I like
0: Iron Man two too. It's and, a nice movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. So we like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my complaint is about the 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 way that the, the, the Robert the Iron Man right because they should have he was completely unnecessary in Iron Man Homecoming or in Home Spider Star- Home Man Homecoming it was kind of fun when Happy was kind of shepherding Peter yeah. Parker yeah that actually worked but then when they bought in Tony Stark to flirt with Aunt May and yeah and do his dad father issue stuff with Peter that was that was completely unnecessary and slowed down the movie yep it really was
1: and I mean to be frank. Iron Man Three was completely unnecessary, yeah,
0: I have one of my Twitter peeps loves Iron Man Three it's his favorite of it, but that's because he's a huge fan of the director and I guess if you like that kind if you of like movie, that director then yeah. you should
1: like Iron Man Three, but I mean to me, I liked the previous Iron Man movies when into Iron Man Three it was inexplicably inexplicably Christmas <laughs> and in July it, 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 in July when the movie was coming out. and it ended with, oh, I'm getting rid of all of the suits, everything's gone, I'm never going to be Iron Man again until the
0: next movie comes out, and then I'm Iron Man again, and there's no... Well, and then it was Iron Man, and I'm going to build suits to take over the world, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's And right. there was
0: no villain like the Mickey Rourke villain in right. the second Iron And he was Mickey Rourke. Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke is one of my favorite things about the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. that he was really good. He was so... He was...
1: He's... I think he's probably one of the best villains. Yeah, him and had. Sam Rockwell did a good
0: job. Yeah, he and Sam Rockwell were both really good in Iron Man, too. Because yeah, Sam Rockwell was just foppish. He just was, you know, he was that right level of Sweet. I don't care, rich dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Mickey Rourke was just granite, man. It oh, was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, actually the first couple, Iron, or the second Iron Man movie is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm things, because it was nice. It had the snappy pattern you want. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of action. It had cars. It had girls. It had mm-hmm. heroes. It had mm-hmm. unexpected heroism. Unexpected bravery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it had um, Nick Fury. Nick Fury is one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. Nick Fury is mean, great. Uh, he and Captain Marvel basically are doing a buddy movie. Yeah. And Captain Marvel, and Captain which Captain is Marvel. great. Yeah.
1: And he was just completely missing in in game game and that was kind of sad except for at the very end but he, he didn't even say anything he was yeah. just stand, standing there yeah and it's... him and Maria Hill there
0: could have always been more
1: Maria Hill always yes yeah yeah and I, I don't know if Coulson has gotten killed off on S.H.I.E.L.D. or not well, but, I don't know either but if he hasn't then he should have shown up too but yeah
0: we don't follow Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore yeah we'll stop we stopped we tried up. that was one of the things I want to say it was really nice to see Haley Atwell it was so great to see Alia. and it was great to see um, the Jarvis and Howard Stark from Agent Carter. Yeah, because I love that actor who plays Jarvis. Yeah, he's great, um, and I loved Agent Carter. Yeah, uh, Agent Carter was a great. Yeah, and I would TV really show. like to like get it and rewatch it cause mm-hmm. it was awesome. We saw one of the actresses from Oh no, that was one of the actresses from Bomb Girls. Yeah. On on legends of tomorrow. On legends of we are now hooked on legends of tomorrow. <laughs> DC Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. To split off from the Marvel universe, um, but they do excellent jobs with many things. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to what we liked about Marvel movies. We love Paul Rudd. Yes, and
1: the Captain America movies are some of the best. Yeah. They're some of our favorite
0: movies. They're some of our favorite movies. The first Captain America Cap- movie is like one of my standalone favorite superhero movies because mm-hmm. it's period. It's always mm-hmm. fun when superhero mar- movies go period. Mm-hmm. Um, it did it so well. Yeah. <laughs> and the second one, the Falcon's amazing. The Falcon is so great, and, and it was really good to see him. Yeah. Anthony Mackie does an excellent job, and yeah,
1: and the it was all, and the second movie also um, did such a good job of. With Captain America and Black Widow. Yeah. Their relationship. It was it's That was also great. a
0: buddy movie.
1: That was also a buddy movie, yeah. They they're two really They do really good buddy movies. The buddy
0: movies are great. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I really feel like I was deprived of a Falcon, Bucky, Cap, and Sharon Carter buddy movie mm-hmm. <laughs> road trip. Yeah. Um... It was nice to see the Wakanda lot show up again.
1: Yeah, but they had Like, no
0: interaction between them all. There was
1: nothing. Uh, There was a little bit of flying around for Black Panther. And that
0: was really it. And sure, you wouldn't put on a battlefield. You would have her
1: doing science somewhere. somewhere.
0: (laughs) Sciencing. There was not enough science.
1: Yeah, there wasn't
0: any science. (laughs) Well, I would have loved to see the strategy sessions. I know that... It was supposed to be a big surprise when, you know, the Falcon saying on your left was great mm-hmm. and then everybody was on his left. Yeah. Um, pretty much. But I would have honestly liked to see some, like they showed the scar, the Black Widow mm-hmm. trying to, at the beginning, before the five-year jump, mm-hmm. or was that during the five-year jump? That was after, after the five-year, five-year jump. jump. Um... Trying to still keep it going, you know, remote conferences with what's going on in the universe mm-hmm. and stuff. And I would have liked to have seen some kind of strategy where we saw who came up with the, we're going to get everybody there. Because there yeah, was way too much. Yeah, how did they get there? How did they convince them? Oh, uh, and they these people
1: just reappeared. Where did they reappear in the world? Yeah. And how did
0: they get them to where they needed
1: to be that quickly? Because there wasn't that much time.
0: No, but in theory, like Doctor Strange and his acolytes did that. Acolytes. Yeah. Is lights. that the word? Acolytes. Acolytes. No. Hard C, like Latin. Yeah. Okay. There wasn't enough Doctor Strange. No. I like Doctor Strange. A... I
1: Especially think that doc... he's the one who, who, who told told them that you know there were fourteen million possibilities and one of them worked. And yeah. he should have had more than.
0: Two lines. Yeah, um, and Tilda Swinton was good. I know there are yes. complaints about Tilda Swinton's portrayal of there. the old one, and they're legit. But mm-hmm. it was still an excellent performance, and that was one like the best talk scene. Yeah, that was the yeah that was the best.
1: That talk was one scene, of the I best. Thought.
0: Yeah, that was one of the best parts of the heist section. Yeah. Although I don't, I think they should have like edited them more closely together because by the time they got to the black widow hawkeye part of it i kind of forgot what they were doing
1: <laughs> yeah there wasn't
0: that intensity it was way too sloppy it was really the pacing sloppy. and yeah
1: plus when you get into time travel then do you also i guess you also have to then travel through space in the right time or something like that I don't it's know how just, that works. It was, it was weird. Weird.
0: Um. Yeah, so we were back to things we liked. So what do you like? in the Marvel. We like Captain Marvel. And Brie Larson. Oh, Bree Larson's hair. <laughs> yes. Any kind of Brie Larson's hair. Brie Larson's hair, Larson's hair People weird. are giving her a hard time about the short haircut, but it looked cool. And it it's did. very much Carol Danvers in the modern take of the comic books. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely, you yeah. know, took a really great job of channeling yeah. Carol Danvers and Captain Marvel and Brie Larson. And when does the next Captain Marvel movie come out? Because I'll be I'm there. Customer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Marvel Universe. I guess this is Phase Four. Wraps up in the next Spider-Man movie, which picks up right after Endgame.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we'll and, see how that goes.
1: And they've been very, very tight-lipped about what happens after that. Yeah, because they're like
0: very, very tight-lipped about everything. Endgame. They related. really are. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can't. I can't believe that. Um, I, I've been reading stuff about this movie all week because it's the only thing on the entertainment <laughs> there. Um And, you know, all the actors are going on and on about, you know, we were on the set for eight months. It was a closed set. Nobody ever does... Nobody ever makes movies like this anymore. Don't spoil the ending for everybody. But, you know, you got to see... You spent eight months shooting this movie. I mean... There's got to be. It sh- you should have gotten a better product out of eight months of work. You should For have gotten a more actors.
0: tightly paced product. Yeah, I mean, the performances have... were solid. The,
1: the, all the, yeah, the performances were solid, but I the mean, the casting whole, the... has consistently been amazing. Oh, yes. But the Thor and Hulk stuff was just. Oh. Self indulgent. Yes, very self indulgent, and there was so much of it. It kept going on and on and on. And yes, there were like five people in the in the sold-out auditorium that we were in who laughed at it. But most of us were sitting there going, really, we're doing this one again? <laughs> okay, yeah, we get it. Thor is just like the big Lebowski. Okay, you don't have to say it again. You really don't. So, Yeah. Sorry, I know we were doing positive stuff now. Tessa Thompson testudo Valkyrie yeah Valkyrie is great yeah there was so there were and it was nice the that one big shot in the during the battle when they said okay Captain Marvel is going out who's going to back up we are and it was all of the women in Avengers. Yeah. That
0: was great. It really was. It was a really great shot. It was a really great moment and I love the Captain Marvel is a battering ram through anything aesthetic. I mean it's so nice that there's a blunt object you know. (laughs) A battering ram and it's Captain Marvel. (laughs) The blonde battering ram. Yeah the blonde battering ram and Mm. you know it's like I want to channel my inner Captain Marvel. Mm. Yeah that's right because in most of the
1: Avengers movies, at some point, they will have a sequence where people run through multiple walls or yeah. multiple doors or whatever. And but in Captain Marvel, it's run through. Run all th- through. She runs through and, and she rams through an entire spaceship. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It yeah. Really we, is. we went to, like Michelle said, we went to see Captain Marvel today, and. As we were leaving, it was like quarter to seven and people were going up to the ticket box and saying, yes, we'd like two tickets for the Avengers at seven. Uh, no, you're not going to get those Sorry. We have one ticket left for the entire night.
0: Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> Captain Marvel's still probably doing pretty good box it office is, because, because at one theater, they were down to like four seats. Four individual seats. Yeah. yeah. And when the theater we ended up going to... Um, it was mostly a full house except for two rows. So yeah. That's pretty. I don't know how many of those people were spillovers from the Avengers <laughs> ticket and wanted to see something super heroic. Yeah. And then there were some people who were watching it before they went to see the Avengers. Yeah. Okay. So, any other favorite moments from Marvel or favorite flurkin. performances? The Flurkin. The Flurkin. The Flurkin's great. The Flurkin's great. The yes. Flurkin should just. Uh... Okay. Yep.
1: And. Um, kind of disappointed the fucking didn't didn't show up in Mm Endgame probably too dangerous
0: for everyone yeah that's
1: true (laughs) or off guarding something on the other side of the galaxy yeah um more favorite anything else I'm trying to think um I mean we've been watching these movies for so long yeah I know it's amazing it seemed
0: like this was forever away (laughs) yeah not so long ago
1: Yeah, the first Iron Man was 2005, it's 2019 now. Wow. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, 21 movies. We haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and we probably won't. That's the only one we've missed. Yeah, it is.
0: So yeah, it's wrapping up a huge huge quilt of yeah, which is very impressive. It it's is impressive. very impressive. The, it, the the casting has been so spot on. It really, I has. mean it's really impressive investment, but mm-hmm. they kind of it's like it should have. They should have kept it as streamlined.
1: They should the move the movies that are about one superhero or like a smaller group of superheroes are better for me. Once we got the the first Avengers was pretty good. We watched the second Avengers last weekend and didn't didn't have the will to go through and watch like Captain America Civil War and the third Avengers before we saw
0: Well the honestly first I didn't yesterday. want to blow my Tony I know, I have a limited tolerance for Tony Stark right. and I have a limited tolerance for Thanos. So I didn't want to That's blow true. them in advance of this movie. I mm-hmm. mean, I can. I do want to go back and watch them, but
1: oh, okay. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. That's
0: fine. Yeah, because. wants yeah. to sort out the thent. No, the Cree. You were looking up. I Cree was stuff. looking
1: up the Cree stuff on online. A little yeah, because we were
0: trying to trying to figure out the um. The religious zealot Cree guy. the accuser's guy who was bombing the planet Ronan Ronan yeah yeah okay yeah because after the first Captain Marvel or after we saw Captain Marvel the first time we were having a conversation about that and trying to remember how How he he fit fit in in
1: in Guardians of the Galaxy yeah but yeah Because big
0: blue, mostly naked dudes aren't really memorable for me. No. Loki. We have to mention Loki. Oh, Loki's great. Yeah, then where he took the cube. That was a great. That was, yeah, that was a perfect Loki moment. moment. (laughs) It really was.
1: It's just like, oh, there it is. Okay.
0: Bye! Bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now there's a character who had a perfect moment. Yeah. And it was very satisfying. It was. <laughs> and then, yeah. They yeah. should have done that for everyone. They should have done that for a lot more people. <laughs> it was yeah. just great. It made me think, oh, maybe there'll be a Loki movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happens then, when Loki's off with the cute? <laughs> yeah, and it wouldn't have been a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anything else we want to write about? Her? Uh i that? I really like the the Captain America ending. I think they have an awful lot of nerve tacking on a fairly sound really touching Captain America ending on Iron Man Four. <laughs> this is my yeah, quarrel. that is a um, but
1: it is so very much in character for him and for Peggy yeah. to do that and then just stay yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know Coach. if that was a last minute plan or what because I was trying to remember what mm-hmm. she said about her husband. I remember she said she met him through Shield, but Yeah. but but I mean I was trying I would like to go back and Mhm. Yeah, so that was the kind it there was it was very self-indulgent and like they were discussing all the time travel movies and how they did stuff in all the time travel movies and then they kind of went against all the time travel movies. I that. really did. I suppose I took offense at Back to the Future. <laughs> Since when we went to see Back to the Future on the big screen, I rediscovered how much of my personal aesthetic was related <laughs> to Back <laughs> to the Future. Yes. Yeah. Marty McFly is my style icon. <laughs> <laughs> well, not sadly. It works. It works. I have too. an orange vest. I'm good. I have an orange vest and flannel shirt. I'm good. <laughs> Marty McFly is the lesbian icon. (laughs) Actually, I think I've seen that in several places. That sounds about right. (laughs) Um, But for all of that, I kept wanting to go back and figure out the ramifications of their actions in time. It's weird that the future that they're in Mm -hmm. has no relation to the actions, like Cap (laughs) staying. You know, it's just yeah. That just kind of it made I guess the person who was like used to who's really always been interested in time travel stuff think that there was not enough time spent on the after effects of the time travel that yeah. they did.
1: Yeah, especially
0: if if you know, especially if you know, this movie's the wrap up. So I don't know if right. they're going to deal with any of that, or it just seemed like they got to do whatever the frick they wanted in time. With no consequences, and that's so not time travel.: Yeah. but I guess maybe they're well, making a use. So.
1: Well, but since then they sent Steve Rogers back to put every stone back where it was originally, then there wouldn't really be any ramifications, except I don't know how that could possibly work for the soul stone. I don't know how yeah. he could possibly
0: put that back. That's true. I hadn't even thought about that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, see, that's just like a handy wrap-up. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to explain. No, it's they the, don't. I call it dragon hunting because we used to do it in D&D, and it's where you would go and hunt a dragon so you could get a lot of magical items. Mm-hmm. And you know you weren't going to get in any trouble. And you knew you weren't going to, you know, the you DM know the wasn't going was to let
1: you die. And, yeah,
0: because you needed stuff. So you just went off and did it. And it was kind of like a... That's So I always call that kind of thing dragon hunting. And it seems like mm-hmm. that's how they handled the time travel. Yeah. And I was disappointed because, you know, I watched Doctor Who and for years and we read the Connie Willis books where the time travel is really if you want to read really good time travel books read Connie Willis books yes. and then there was like all those Star Trek episodes that involved that sort of thing mm-hmm. like where um, the one where Spock and Bones and Kirk end up like before the Nazis with Joan Collins yeah I don't really know the Star Trek oh, well, anyway, so anyway there's a lot of <laughs> time travel stuff in the history of my history of science fiction where mm-hmm. you actually go into the ramifications of time travel and mm-hmm. in the Avengers movie just said you know this is our <laughs> end game and so time travel is going to work that way mm-hmm. and so well I'm so that the Captain America thing kind of bugged me plus yeah. I you know I had the whole yeah cause if he was past it and it seemed like he had kind of gotten past the Peggy stuff and then see that part in the. That was unnecessary, I thought. The support group.
1: Yeah,
0: that's because what. You, no. He was just doesn't do stuff like that. No. The only reason I thought he might do it is if he had picked up the Falcons and was doing it in place of him. But
1: it wasn't, because he was in New York and yeah. the Falcons was in DC. So. Yeah, but
0: I mean, because it seemed like Cap. Was coping less well than the, Cap- than the Captain America we had met previously. Right. Because Captain America's
1: been through all of that. World before. War II. He's been he through, through all of World
0: War II. He went
1: through World War II. And then he woke up and everyone he had known had died. And so to have a world where half the people die.
0: That's not probably that far off it's from not where...
1: probably that far off. And you've got five years.
0: Captain America isn't
1: going to still be
0: sitting around. Yeah, the whole, whole five-year gap, I did not get that impression. I I honestly think that the human race would have been more resilient than that. After disasters, places teem with life. Yes, they And do. things fill in the gap. And, like, the neighborhood Ant-Man was going through was way too quiet. And, I mean, there would have been some places... Where either they were completely empty or where the people were, other people would have flocked to, leaving the places that are completely empty. But everything would have been much more teeming with life. I know they were trying mm-hmm. to f- f- tell you that the entire world was hammered, but... But if you're going to make a five-year gap, I mean, people are that's resilient. a long time. Baseball would the have only... started up again. Yeah. Honestly, there would have been a game yeah. in that stadium. There would.
1: <laughs> yeah, even if it weren't professional. There would
0: have been a game. There would have been a game. Yeah. Even Cap would have been on the mound. Let's be real, yeah. or something.
1: Something where there would have been something. Yeah, I mean
0: that after after disasters, people still people. Yeah. I mean, they played ball after nine eleven. They played ball. Jab Japan <laughs> won the women's world cup after the nuclear reactor thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it brings people together. It causes them to be great. Yes, It gives them reasons to strive. It it helps, it allows people to be their best human. People bond together. It's what we do as people. Mm -hmm. And it's what we should do. We should take care of each other. Mm -hmm. And the Avengers movie, it just, after the five-year gap, You didn't get the sense. I think,
1: now that I think about it, they only put the five year gap in there so that Tony Stark and Pepper Potts could have a daughter who was actually old enough to.
0: Oh! Yeah. See what was going on. Yeah, it's all about Tony Stark.
1: Yeah, the entire thing is about Tony Stark.
0: (sighs) Which is disappointing. But there were a lot of good moments. There um, were a lot of good moments. I don't know if they had planned it to be this much about Tony Stark at the beginning. I'm kind of curious. If I they think did. they had, or because where. they started.
1: Um, apparently, they started planning for Endgame at during. I think it was during the second Iron Man movie.
0: Mm, okay. Well, during the filming huh. of it, well, then it's time to go back and rewatch and see how many hints you can catch yeah, at some point. Yeah. Alright, well, um so is that good? I think that's good. Alright, so thank you for listening. Um we will be back in two weeks. Um and who knows what we'll be talking about. Who now? knows what we'll be talking about, but um spread the word, subscribe, um check us out on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, um my Twitter is GailStorm. And my Twitter is Midnight Maverick without the I, so MDN Night Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> And let us know what you think. What well, let us know what you think about Avengers Endgame or your favorite moments from the Marvel universe or what annoyed you the most. Then thanks for listening. Um take care. Be safe. And once again, Michelle has not put in the passcode, so she can't mm-hmm. d- say something. So um Yeah. This has been Friday I'm in love, Mondays I post podcasts. Bye. Bye.